Well, the best part of Patriots Monday is here, Mud at Night, WEI. The captain, Matthew Slater, joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline. We'll get to his surprise visit to his teammate, Devin McCourty, coming up. Matthew, it's Mutt and Andy Hart. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Uh, big question was, did you allow yourself any carbohydrates on Thanksgiving over the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I had a carb or two. I think I had a, uh, some sweet potatoes. So I had, I had some carbs. Uh, obviously, you guys coming off the game in Minnesota on Thursday, and, and you spoke after the game about one of the biggest plays in that game, uh, the kick return, 97 yards. Uh, you spoke pretty passionately about it after the game, saying, got to watch the video, but something that can't happen. Had a couple of days now, Matthew. I know you're probably looking ahead to Buffalo on Thursday, but go back to that play now. You've had a chance to to look at it, and you know, what, did you, what did you see from that video? Was it as simple as a, a breakdown a couple different places there on that kickoff return? Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't think it was anything. Uh, when you talk about the scheme, I don't think it was anything schematically that caught us off guard. I think it was just um, some fundamentals that we uh, let up a little bit. And you know, at this time of year against good football teams, you got to be on top of your fundamentals. You can't let there uh, be any simple lapses. So you know, it, certainly something we feel like we could have avoided, but. Um, you know, you can't cry over spilled milk. We just have to make sure that we go out and uh, avoid those types of lapses uh, for the remainder of the season. We sort of joked about penalties last week on Marcus Jones' big uh, punt return for a touchdown. This week looked like, from my perspective, there certainly could have been a holding call uh, on the block on Kyle Duggar um, there. What what did you see there, and is that where you say just can't cry over spilt milk, or how frustrating is it to not get a call there in a play that changes the game? Yeah, well, you know, I, I mean, look, there are a number of penalties uh, throughout every game that maybe do or do not get called. Um, that's one of those, you know, I always say it's only a penalty if they call it. So, um, you know, you can sit there and say what if, but the reality is what happened, and you know, we just didn't do a good enough job in terms of our coverage. Well, and also, um, there was a, a punt play where you were knocked down, you were held, and you still basically almost made the play. You seemed annoyed with the officiating after that. Just overall, last one on the officiating, do you feel like it – was it consistent, uh, did you feel like, in that game on Thursday for your team? Oh, you're talking about when I got blocked in the back. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well <laughs> – Again, it's only a penalty if they call it. Um, so, you know, the, the, the officials have a very challenging job and uh, certainly one that I would never want. So, you know, that that's just the way the game goes. Um, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it, it doesn't serve any anyone, uh, it doesn't do anyone any good to talk about the officiating, uh, you know, several days after the game. So we've got to turn the page and, you know, we got we got enough things to worry about in terms of preparing for Buffalo. And I'll just say one more on that play. Like, I, it's a teachable moment for kids. Like, I, I showed my boys the play afterwards because they couldn't stay up that late because it was Thanksgiving, and my wife would kill me if they stayed up that late to watch. But I mean, that was that was adversity, right? Blocked in the back, you fought through, you still basically made the play. That's a good teachable moment for for kids and teammates going forward to fight through that stuff. Yeah, look, I, I've always been coached and always believed that you, you play to the whistle no matter what happens throughout the course of the down. Um, you know, some downs are going to be easier than others, but you just keep playing. And I think, you know, look, it's, that's why I say sports are a microcosm of life. In life, you're going to get knocked down 
and there are going to be a number of things that happen to you that aren't fair, that you don't plan for, that you don't want to have happen. But you've got to keep going. You've got to keep living your life. You've got to keep fighting for your family, fighting for the things you believe in. So, you know, it's a good lesson. Um, for me, it's a good lesson for, for everyone. To, you know, there's value in, you know, uh, fighting when faced with adversity. You have the benefit of more than a decade of perspective for plays you've made, you know, mistakes you've made. When you have a young teammate like Pierre Strong that's involved with a with a costly penalty or a mistake, which, first of all, he, he stood up and, and owned it and said he's got to be better, but how do you as a mentor and a lead or leader uh, on special teams and veteran, how do, you, how do you help him get through what is a, uh, a tough spot? Yeah, well, look, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate uh, Pierre's willingness to be accountable for for that play. But, you know, the game doesn't come down to one play. Uh, it's not one lost with one play, even though we feel like it is at times. And, you know, I told him, look, Pierre, if you play long enough, there are going to be plenty more plays like this that you're, you're faced with. And, uh, you know, I appreciate that in Pierre's case, he cares, right? He cares about our process. He cares about the outcome. He cares about doing the right thing. He's a kid who's uh, who's been very accountable to everybody in this building, and we love playing with him. We love having him. Um, so you know, Pierre just has to keep his head up, um, keep pushing forward, keep you know, let this be a learning experience. I always uh, remind guys about the trials I had as a young player. You know, fumbling against Pittsburgh, and there were several other moments. But you know, those things are, are part of the process. Um, you know, I encourage Pierre to keep doing what he's been doing because he's he's done a great job for us, and you know we can we can count on him moving forward. We no one in that locker room has lost any faith in him. Uh, you know, he's a he's a part of what we do. He's a big part of it, and you know we're fortunate to have him. The captain Matthew Slater joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline uh, in the loss. Mac Jones had, I think, arguably one of the best games of his career. Not just the yardage, but the completions and moving the ball downfield. Matthew, you've talked to quite a bit the last year plus on this show about your respect for the way Mac goes about it. And I was curious what you thought about him finally being able to sort of break through offensively this year in that passing game, really made for the first time all year here in year two. Yeah, you know, look, I think it's a great example of a young man who's ignored the noise, who has just kept his head down, controlled the controllables, and has tried to get himself better each and every day. And it's great to see that rewarded with results on the field. Uh, but that doesn't happen without him approaching things the right way uh, day in and day out as a professional. And he's done a tremendous job of that. <clears throat> and it was great to see that, you know, pay off with some in-game results. But, you know, I'm sure Mac will tell you the same thing anyone else on this team will tell you. You know, all of us would have sacrificed anything that happened in that game uh, and for a win. You know, we, we would trade it all for a win and, you know, we're at the point in time in the season now where growth and progress are great uh, for individuals, but as a team, you know, we need to start winning. Matthew, this is going to sound like I'm setting you up, but I'm not, I promise. Um, there was a controversial replay in the game. We all know it. Hunter Henry's, you know, would-be touchdown that they then overturned. Don't really want your opinion on that so much as you've been around a long time. Replay has been around a long time, but has evolved in all of sports uh, and I'll just inject my commentary. I hate replay. I think it's ruining sports, and I think it, it was never intended to go frame by frame by frame, super slow-mo. I thought it was always intended to fix egregious mistakes. But well, as a player, what are your thoughts on the way 
replay, replay is enacted? And are you a fan of it? Do you do you like it in the game, or, or what are your general feelings? Man, you guys are trying to get me fine talking about officiating. <laughs> I said I'm not setting you up. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me just go on record and say, I, I respect the NFL's officiating process <laughs> and the officials and the, the game management. No, look, I, look, I think that uh, you know I'm a bit old school, right? When when my dad played, there was no replay, and you know the call in the field was the call in the field. Yep. But I do think that there is a place for replay because the game is happening so fast. Oftentimes, it's easy to miss a call, right? It, uh, it's easy to, to to mess something up, and you you hope that with the replay, it gives uh, it gives the officiating crew an opportunity to go back and and maybe get something right that they messed up, or you know, make a situation right. But the reality is, you know, it's it's going to be hard to execute that whole operation with perfection it's just not going to happen and i think at times you know the purists will say well it slows down the game it 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 can p- potentially uh change the outcomes of the games and i understand that but i do think there's a place for it but i think within reason I, you know i think you can't let it get too far out of control i'm glad that we kind of have a limit on the way we go about uh replays and the way we officiate them but you know, I don't know. It's a it's a flawed process. I don't know that there's a a, a perfect answer for how to handle it. Um, but I, you know, I think what we have now is is fairly good. Well, and to that end, though, I mean, you'd still agree. Like the league time at times, Matthew, maybe you as players, like I don't think you we know what a catch is. I think week to week in the NFL, a catch is defined differently depending on who's the crew. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. I, I don't understand at all times what he catches either. So maybe you guys can help me uh, at some nope. point. <laughs> nope. Uh, as we uh, as we turn the, the page here to the Bills on, on Thursday night, I know something we've said a lot in Sports Talk Radio and written is, you know, the last two times the Patriots have played the Bills, they didn't even force them to punt, that the Bills were the big brother and kind of beat up on them. Do you guys use those most recent games as motivation? Do you try to forget them and just remember this is a one-off competition on Thursday night? How do, how do those games play into it? Well, look, I, every game is is its own game, and, you know, the players are different, the situation is different. Uh, every, everything about games in this league uh, is different, you know, from week to week. But I will say that for us, we're very aware um, – of how the last couple of games against these guys have gone. I mean, they've flat out had the upper hand against us. There's no way around that. And, you know, by and large, their their team is the same. Their, their core guys, um, you know, 90% of them are the same. So we realize the challenge that lies out in front of us. And we realize that we better, surely better adjust the way that we've been playing and competing against these guys if we hope for a better outcome. Because, the reality is they're too good for us not to be at our best. Um, you know, we have to be in tune with situations, with players, uh, with all of that, just to give ourselves a chance. You know, this is an organization, a team that we have a tremendous amount of respect for. They play the game the right way. They coach the game the right way. And, um, you know, we're aware of how it's been going, and hopefully we can change that trend. I know fans were doing this, Matthew, and you mentioned that that great quote, control the controllable, so you don't control this, but – 
Do you find yourself scoreboard watching at all? Sort of rooting against teams maybe in front of you in the playoffs? Do you lie yourself that when your team's not playing this weekend? Well, yeah, I mean, certainly on the weekend, the weekends that we're not playing, it's hard not to, right? As a competitor, um, knowing what the end goal is for every team in this league, um, it, it's kind of hard not to. But, um, you know, I, I'm out of that now. I'm back in the, to uh, focus on, on us mode, and, uh, you know, we got to just worry about this weekend. Matthew, one of your former teammates, uh, Ted Karras, and uh, I don't know if you saw the video or not, he was he was very emotional after victory yesterday. And uh, was that out of character for him? And have you ever uh, lost it like that? Well, no, I've, I've never expressed myself in that fashion <laughs> on the football field. No, I got to tell you this, though. Teddy K is one of my all-time favorite teammates. You talk about just the ultimate teammate who is sold out for the team and wants to see his brothers do well. That's Teddy Kay. He's super passionate, um, and and he's a little bit of a wild card. So, you know, you, know, you, you never know what you may get from him. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I can assure you that that was in, in good con- competitive spirit there, Ted. <laughs> you know, he... He didn't mean any ill will to the people of Tennessee. He didn't mean any ill will to to anybody over there on Tennessee <laughs> side. I can assure you of that. He's he's a good man. I say Nashville's a nice city, Kenny. Let's not throw the whole thing down. Let's keep your let's uh, keep let's keep the Slater train going on, on talking about teammates. How about our current teammate, Devin McCourty? So you, I, we just watched a little while ago. You and the 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 owner Bob Kraft, you interrupted. Devin's media to celebrate Thursday is going to be his 200th start uh, with the Patriots. Uh, and, and I'm curious, I know you've talked about him being one of your closest friends in football, what it's meant to be uh, his teammate, and what Devin McCourty's meant to the Patriots. You know, it's really p- hard to put into words. Uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for this organization and, and the history that exists here. It's very rich, but there's honestly never been a player that's walked through the doors of this place like Devin McCourty. Um, certainly we're all familiar with what he does on the football field and that should be celebrated. You know, 200 starts is, is so very impressive, but I think the man that he is and the things that he stands for, the causes that he champions off the football field, uh, that's where his real legacy lies. And, you know, for me to be able to witness all that up close and personal for the last, um, you know, 13 years has been a true blessing because I've learned not only about how to play the game of football, how to be accountable to your teammates, how to lead, but I've just learned how to be a better man uh, by watching him. I've learned how to be a better father, a better husband, uh, a better advocate in the community. Um, you know, he, those that have spent any time around Devin, I'm sure will all tell you the same thing. They are better off um, and they're in a better place in their lives for, for having had that time with him. And I certainly feel that way. I'm so proud of him and everything that he's accomplished. Um, you know, his wife, Michelle, his kids, I'm just so happy for all of them. And You know, I hope Patriots Nation um, appreciates what he's getting ready to do on Thursday night as much as I do. Well, I certainly think they will. It's a big opponent, throwback uniforms. And, hey, your final Thursday night game of the year, uh, Matthew. Congratulations. <laughs> that in itself is what's celebrated. <laughs> He's the captain, Matthew Slater. We did not get him in trouble today. Matthew, thank you, my friend, for the time. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. There he is, the captain, Matthew Slater, joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline. Always generous 
with his time here on Patriots Mondays. We'll talk to him next Monday after Patriots and Bills Thursday night football. We'll come back with Andy Hart an hour or two, and we'll talk about his head coach, Matthew Slater's head coach, Bill Belichick. Some really weird answers to the media, including here on this radio station these last couple of days. That's next, Hour 2, Mud at Night with Andy Hart, WEEI.